You're listening to Karen Swain, teacher of deliberate creation, accentuating the positive, showing you a way to a better life. Accentuating the positive, it's not just bad, it's sanity. Who in their right mind would accentuate anything else? And I've got Justin Cooper in the studio with me. He's come in to have a chat about purpose and your why and your business and unleashing the beast. Good morning. Good morning, Karen. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. And we're going to hear a bit of your journey too, how you unleashed your beast. You don't seem too beasty to me though. Oh, I can get quite beastly. You can listen to that gorgeous <laughs> voice. There's nothing beastly about that. <laughs> Justin's going to talk about purpose and our why. And did you enjoy the conversation I had with Sandra and We Don't Die? It was a great conversation. He was listening to it in the car coming in. Mm, I did, yeah. And uh, he was, she was talking about her dad dying. And uh, I love the little stories of her, her dad being really sceptical. And she she sort of did this little psychic thing. She didn't even think she was psychic. Like she had this vision and... And then he, the dad said before he died, please write it in a book. was lovely. Mm. was mm. lovely. So your journey, you've had quite a journey to discovering mm. who you are and why you're on the planet and your why. How did it all start for you, Justin? Interesting enough, it started with dad dying because whilst I didn't have those in-depth conversations about, you know, sort of the other side, I wasn't open to that. I was with him when he died mm. and I felt him squeeze my shoulder as he left, even though I was the only person in the room at the time. But when you say squeeze your shoulder, you were not physically. He wasn't squeezing you physically. You felt no. it energetically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, I caught the last two beats of his heart mm. uh, as I woke up and went to him. So that was kind of one of the first things I couldn't explain because mm. I'd been brought up to think logically and really be able to explain stuff. And that was one thing I couldn't explain. And that sort of started me on a journey. And that's the reason I'm here in Australia, because I just had to get out, I had to explore. <laughs> so this was in England? This was in England, yeah. About how, how, how long ago? This is 21 years ago. Right, right. And mm. when did you come out to Australia? In 1994. All oh, right, okay. So you thought, what else is out there in the world? So it expanded you, like mm. literally expanded your mind and expanded your life. Mm. Well, he was a great traveller. Mm. So I was following his footsteps, but to suddenly say, I'm going to go and live in Australia. Um, and everything lined up. You know, I was working for an international company and I told a friend of mine, I'm just going to go and leave and do something else. And he said, well, actually, there's a job opportunity in Sydney. And I'd been here on holiday and loved it about 18 months before. And he said to me, you're always going on about Sydney. Why don't you take this job? And then everything just lined up, you know. Don't you love it? Yeah. Don't you love it when you make a decision how life knocks itself out to mm. make it happen for yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. So that was the, real, that was the start for me. And then I, then I met um, Kim Fraser. Oh, in right. 2005, Shak so about 10 years ago. Shakti Durga. Shakti Durga, mm. yeah. Oh, look, it was one of those classic, I assumed there was a candid camera situation <laughs> because I'd never experienced it. She was blessing the meeting and she said, we're going to meditate now. And I'm looking around now, going, whoa. Let, let, let me back up, let me back up. <laughs> how did you find yourself in a meeting with Kim Fraser? Like how did you get there from from what's it all about, Alfie, to being in front of Kim Fraser? <laughs> did somebody say, oh, you've got to come <clears> to this, this is interesting or... Yeah, a good friend of mine, Luke, um, invited me. So I was, he wasn't a good friend at the time. He was just a, a work colleague. Right. So he was a client. And um, he said to me, I'd like you to come and brand, because I was, I was a brander, a marketer, I'd like you to come and do some branding work for someone I know. 
but it's going to be a bit unusual. <laughs> so keep an open mind. And I said, mm, okay, yeah, I'll keep an open mind. It, love it, yeah. And uh, we went into this room and Kim was there and she said, well, before we get started, we're going to bless the meeting. And I'm thinking, okay, where's it's the hidden camera? Unusual. <laughs> where's the hidden camera? <laughs> um, <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, so... I, we, we were all told to close our eyes and I closed my eyes and I'm kind of, you know, opening one eyelid and looking around and going, OK, what's, what's going trick? on? What's the trick? And then she said, now, OK, let get, everyone get settled. Pause. Justin, have you got some head chatter going on? <laughs> <laughs> you bet you I've got some head chatter going on. So Go I'm, I have to fess up and I say, oh, yes. <laughs> Yes, I'm struggling. Okay, so this is your first time meditating? Yes. All right, so to take some, some breaths. And that was my first experience of actually breathing properly. You know, so take some deep breaths. And I actually found myself relaxing mm-hmm. and letting go of that belief that there mm-hmm. were cameras everywhere and this was a setup and that Luke was just doing it for Australia's funniest videos. <laughs> yeah, and, and that was my first connection. And then about two days later, I got this clear message, call Kim call Kim. So I ring my friend Luke and I say, I'm getting this unusual idea in my head to call Kim. Oh, don't worry, Kim's getting the same message too. Don't you love it? So then I had to follow up. Yes. Actually, you said you had a birthday party the other night. We're going to play a song that your nephew, was it, was playing? Yes. I roped my nephew into playing for a band that I pulled together for my birthday, my 50th. And I surprised my wife by singing to her. Oh, I love it. And uh, this, is, this is a song that Josh used to play to us. It's the Lighthouse song. So here's the Lighthouse song by Josh Pike. Can mm. you sing like him? I can't sing like him. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I have found my voice has changed since discovering my purpose. And in fact, to surprise my wife for my 50th birthday, I actually took singing lessons and we formed a band, my two nephews and my niece's boyfriend. And we sang a couple of numbers for her and the 90 people at the, <laughs> at the party. It was very nerve wracking. But uh, it's amazing how your voice does develop when you feel like you've got something really important to say that's mm, from the heart. Yeah. So you surprised your wife. Was she amazed at your singing talents? I think she was more amazed that I had the gumption to get up and do that. Um, How many people were you in front of? Uh, well, as I say, there were about 90. Um, so it was a sort of baptism of fire. I hadn't done this before. Yeah. But I had sung in front of a small group of family members who knew I was going to do it when my wife wasn't there. And that was actually more powerful. Uh, they were okay. sitting in a bubble bath at the time or, you know, a, a hot tub. Um, we were staying in <laughs> a place in Smith Lakes. They had one of those huge hot tubs. Yeah. And most of the family, extended family, was sitting there. And just Josh, my nephew, and I did kind of like a duet. That was actually more powerful than standing in front of people with a microphone. Yeah. Well, when you tap into your why or your purpose, standing in front of people and speaking becomes irrelevant because Mm. you're so into your service to them that you stop thinking about yourself and what you think of me and how stupid I look or, you know, do do you like me, all those silly thoughts Mm. that, you know, harass us. So how did you find your why, Justin? Oh, it was over a number of years. Um, I'd been a marketing consultant for, well, I've been in marketing for 20 
eight years or something. Mm. And I'd been a, a marketing consultant. I'd moved from big business to small business. And I got to a sort of a breaking point in about 2012, magical year that that was, yeah. when I felt I've been doing this forever and it no longer has that meaning. And I right. thought, oh, I know, I'll combine some of the other things I've been doing because I'd, I'd studied Reiki and I'd studied with Kim uh, at the Harmony Center, but I'll do it sort of on the quiet. So I started introducing a meditation process with the marketing and sort of combined the two. But I did it at arm's length. I created an online course, which I still have available. And that was my first stage. Most businesses do it the other way around. You know, you develop it face to face, then you sort of want to monetize it and take it and online. Put it online. But I started online. So, so I you were teaching it. people how to meditate? Is that? Know that the, the, the course is about discovering your why mm. from a work perspective mm. and then constructing a powerful story that actually explains why you do that and how you help people. Mm -hmm. So it's really looking at that kind of Simon Sinek side of why. I'm familiar with Simon Sinek's work. Mm. He wrote a great I book. am, for, for, but for our listeners, Simon Sinek is like um, TED.com, which is technology, yeah. entertainment and design, which is the speaker's platform biggest in the world on the net, TED.com. Mm. He is one of the most downloaded speakers yeah. on there, Simon Sinek. Yeah. He does a short talk um, which has the same title as his first book, which is start with why mm. he's got a few talks and they're all brilliant mm. yeah yeah and i was talking about this a few years ago and someone said oh you've obviously read simon sinek and i was like uh no yeah and then i got on to that and I thought, oh wow there's yeah. a guy explaining it way better than i can oh, oh. um so my journey was then to take that a stage further and yeah. say well what if you could tap into your intuition what if you could actually listen to that inner voice in a grounded way yeah. and allow you to actually write these things down. Mm. So I developed this series of short meditations, which I call guided visualization. Mm. So people can actually drop down into that alpha state, guide them on a journey, meet, say, their perfect client, uh, or go to their heart chakra and meet their future self. There's a number of exercises we do then come back out it's only a 10 minute process come back out and then answer a series of questions and it's wonderful because people kind of look where did that come from yes absolutely well it came from you yeah all the answers that we seek are within <clears throat> us we've just <clears throat> got to stop thinking for a minute or quieten that <clears throat> frantic mind that's looking for the answers you know yeah. to be available to them that's why i love what you're doing i think what you're doing is wonderful and fantastic especially in business because there's a lot of people teaching going within and meditation and yoga and all that sort of stuff when it comes to personal realization but there are business people out there struggling and that personal realization can be all a part of their business. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And my journey had been through kind of the, the FMCG marketing machine, the fast moving con consumer goods marketing machine, blue chip, you know, um, trained and all the rest of it. And it's very controlled and it's about creating an image. And what yes. I discovered is you don't need to create a story. There is a much bigger story from within. Yeah. So I was looking for a way of allowing people to bring that story out, but then structuring it into a message, yeah. a message that could be used not only to remind yourself why you do this, mm. but externally so that you can tell people what you do. Mm. And it's almost like instant uniqueness because I saw so many people struggling, particularly in professional services, struggling to find that point of difference. Mm. And going back to the Simon Sinek thing, mm. you know, he says people don't buy what you do. 
they buy why you do it. Absolutely. So when you discover that why and you start talking about that why, that's stage one. But then you have to go to the next stage, which is to form the bridge between why you do what you do and how you help people. Mm. And that therein is the uniqueness, but also the connection. And it goes to a deeper part of the person that's listening. And the way I describe it, it's like getting rid of all the tyre kickers. <laughs> <laughs> because people know where you're coming from. Look, he talks about, to Simon Sinek in his talk, Apple as a perfect example of your why. Because, you know, there are plenty of people that sell computers, but when Apple markets it, they say, we innovate, we change your life, we make this easier. And they talk about your life. And, and by the way, we sell computers. It's like, that's the perfect mm. example, because they talk all about why you want. It's beautiful. It's innovative. It's leading edge. It's going to change your life. You can do this with it. You can do that with it. It's like all their marketing is about why you want it. Mm. And we actually talk about that in the first video. Which, um, which is one of the things that people can get for free by going to the website. Because it was actually Steve Wozniak, not Steve Jobs, who had this dream of giving this technology away because he wanted to give people that computing power in small business. And it was Steve Jobs that said, hang on, we can actually make a buck out of this. So together, the two Steves became unstoppable. They really wanted to challenge the way things were currently being done. Yeah. And so they both had a dream, slightly different dream, but they both had powerful whys. They wanted to change the world. And the thing, interesting thing about Steve Jobs is he knew he was going to die young. Yeah. He had a very strong he? premonition wow. that he'd die young. Mm. So he had a lot to do in a short period of time. Right. And Wozniak was kind of like the dreamer and doesn't get enough credit for Apple, really. But Steve Jobs had the drive. Yeah, yeah. And because a lot I'm of going to die young, so I better get it done. Yeah. And, oh, and he... that rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bumper sticker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. So, so that's why Steve Jobs rubbed a lot of people up the wrong way because yeah. he had this drive, yeah, you know, yeah. to get stuff done. Yeah, no time for fooling around. Look, too good. you're doing a day of uh, discovering your why and your purpose in that deep meditation. Tell us about your day. Sure. Well, it's a half day. runs from 9.30 in the morning to 1.30 in the afternoon. The next one is on Thursday the 11th of June. And I basically take people through three guided visualisations dipping into the why as it relates to work and then meeting their ideal client. And at the Fantastic. end of the session, you take the notes that you've taken from each of those visualizations mm -hmm. and it slots neatly into a structured business story. So it's that guiding process and people end up with a story and they go, wow, where did that come from? Look, it's powerful stuff, powerful stuff. Unleash your beast. That's the name of your business, isn't it? It sure is. Tell me where that came from, Unleash Your Beast. Oh, I was working on a, a brand name, which was Your Authentic Story. And I was talking to the designer and um, we had the colours worked out. She's a very intuitive designer. She's an ex-advertising person. I said to her, look, it's Your Authentic Story, but I'm actually going to be running an event and I'm going to call it Unleash Your Beast just for a bit of fun. Right. Because that name came to me. Mm -hmm. And there was a pause. And she looked at me strangely. She went, why don't you just call the brand that? And I went, oh, I couldn't possibly do that. It sounds rude. And over the course of a month, I had this to and fro asking my friends to make a decision for me. Of course, half of the people I asked said, yeah, it's a great name. It's really powerful. And the other half said, oh, no, you can't possibly call it that. And finally, I had to make my own decision. And so I rang her back and I said, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Ditch that lovely design. Keep all the colors. 
and it's going to be called Unleash Your Beast and I want the image of a wolf oh. in there. She said, why a wolf? And I said, because that's my animal totem. Oh, how did you find out that your animal totem was a wolf? I had a reading with someone. We should explain to people what an animal totem is. Animal totems have been used for thousands of years in all kinds of different cultures. And the way I explain it in a business sense is it's your innate personality, the underlining traits that you have at that particular time of your life, because your animal totems can change. And for me, it was about bringing together a tribe because wolves are, are pack animals. And I have another animal totem, which, which is the owl. But for me, what resonates right now is the wolf. Yeah. So I just said, look, get an image of the wolf because that's it. And so it actually, in a, again, back to a business sense, it gives you permission to have fun with your brand because you can then bring that element into the way that you work, um, the way you operate. So we actually do an exercise where you actually get to meet your animal totem uh, during one of these visualizations. That's great. That's great. I didn't know that your animal totem could change. I thought that animal totems were, you know, something that you have with you all the time. But I suppose it's just an energy and expression. Yeah. So what what would you say would be the expression of the wolf? What would be the qualities? Well, it's interesting. I've I've tried to explain everyone else's, but not my own. So yeah, you're putting him on, me on <laughs> I'm the putting spot you on there. the spot. Oh, um, I do that. But, but as I say, it's it's the the pack approach which is bringing together a group community a community it's protecting that community and they have beautiful the, family yeah the, the wolves beautiful family love and connection and beautiful mm, yeah mm, yeah mm. and there's a i think there's there's a, an ability to express yourself within that community i, I describe myself as a truth finder uh, helping people actually express themselves. Mm. And I wouldn't imagine there's too much rubbish in a pack of wolves. You wouldn't get any politics. <laughs> well, I have to tell you something just personal. My, my daughter, when she was little, always said to me, can can we get a wolf, mum? Can we get a wolf? And I'm like, I don't think so, honey. <laughs> it's a nice idea, but I don't think so. So anyway, a couple of years ago, she went to the pound and she, she rescued a husky, mm. a blonde husky. And I, I have him at the moment. I probably will have him for a while because, you know, She's young, she's off travelling, doing a thing. And when I walk him, everyone says, oh, my God, it's a golden wolf. So mm. she got her wolf. Mm. Like she visualised it as a child. She yep. wanted it. So maybe that's her totem as well, the Maybe wolf. it is. But the interesting thing is many many people have done this. I've had about over 100 people do this exercise over the last 18 months. A lot of people, I'd say 95%, consciously think of an animal. So that's what I want. Then they do the the visualization, they come back and they went, I didn't get that at all. Uh, ah, there you so go. that's the power in going down into your subconscious Definitely. to really discover what mm. it is. And some people then come out and say, oh, I didn't want that. And uh, I, I tried to get a dog. I tried to imagine a dog. <laughs> the dog came in for two minutes and then it shot off and this other animal arrived. And in a couple of cases, people have been disappointed with the animal that showed up. But then over the next few days, they actually do some research around it. And oh boy, yeah. it lands. You yeah. know, the real reason yeah. why they have that animal mm. and the traits that they've been hiding or the things that they need to do. I had a lady just last week had a bear come up and she said, oh, I've been putting off all these things that I should do. And I said to her, well, maybe you need to build your den. Maybe you need to actually make a safe place. She went, oh, you're so right. I keep running away from the office and, and getting out and, and out and about, but I know that I need to bunker down and get these important things done. 
So when you actually discover your animal totem, there's so much in that in terms of what you should and could be doing to actually push yourself further down that journey. Look, it's powerful stuff. It really is powerful stuff. Going within, you know, there are, there are healing modalities that use it, like the journey, Brandon Bays, and there's just so much when you go within. I mean, there's so many conscious people out there talking about go within, go within, go within. The Buddhists are talking about it. But there has to be practical ways of doing that, and you're doing that. It's beautiful. And you're doing that with business, which I love as well because, you know, business is serving the community Mm. and the greater whole and it's great to be able to thrive in your business know why you're doing it and be connected to your why rather than the bottom line yeah and that's so important because instead of looking at the money the money will come the money will come when you get your focus off looking at the money well the reason the reason i call it a beast is because your purpose is often hidden you can't see this on radio but i'm sort of touching my belly now it's sort of pushed down into that part you know that soft underbelly when it starts coming out it can be a little scary it can feel like a beast because we're conditioned to follow the rules and as we get a a little bit older and a bit smarter we realize that we don't actually have to do that so i'm helping people uncover that that's been hidden for so long and actually use it and use it in a practical sense because it's all very well you know going up there and having these experiences but how are you going to use them to actually push yourself forward to actually do service and to help others and it's only when you actually release that inner beast and as i say unleash it and then live it which is the last last part of the program Mm. that's when you actually get traction but initially it can be quite confronting i'm glad you explained that because when i think of beast and i think of you and i think of what you're doing it doesn't seem very beast like Mm. but now i get it now i understand that the beast is that passion within you that Mm. you're suppressing too great if you want to find out more about this justin's doing a day on thursday Thursday, 11th of June. Thursday, June. In in Manly. In Manly at the Manly Art Hub, which is a beautiful, Mm. beautiful space, nurturing space. And we've got a gift to give away if you're not a subscriber to um, Justin, if he's going to show you how to unleash your beast and find your reason and your why. Why do you do what you do? Why do you want to be a singer or a dancer or an actor or a businessman or a shop owner? Why do you do what you do? You can get a discount if you put in the code Karen, mm. capital A, capital capital K, capital A, R-E-N, on your website. What's the website? So it's unleashyourbeast.com.au. Then you go click on how, and then there's a little button that says play shops. If you press on that, you'll see the event publicized. You go through that process, and if you put in the code Karen, You'll get 10% off the normal price of $95 for the half day. There you go. That's a bargain. Actually, $95 is a bargain because this is powerful stuff. It's really, really, I would highly recommend it to anyone. Too good. Well, thanks, honey, for being on the show. Pleasure. A joy. A joy, a joy to listen to your gorgeous honey voice with that English (laughs) accent. Radio announcer. Oh, behave. (laughs) I love it. So just give us your website again if people want to unleash their beast. Where do they go? So just go to unleashyourbeast.com.au. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs>